0: Legend of Zelda. Stop!
1: Oh, that was awful. I've tried. (laughs) My ears are bleeding. Hey, this is our first recording in our new renovated studio. (gasps) I'm so excited. I know it's nice. It's nice in here. (laughs) Hey, hey, listeners. Guess what? Aaron finally let me get a lamp so I can see.
0: (laughs) You make me sound so awful.
1: It's been two years, listeners.
0: Okay, yeah, you're right. I I have a very forgetful brain, and uh, that part of my brain forgot you asked for a lamp. Yeah, because
1: he was able to see. I was. So, you know. <laughs> hashtag sorry. <laughs> don't hashtag me. Um, Guess what today is? I don't know.
0: The February the 5th? 6th? Seventh? It's, it's tingle day.
1: It's jingle day! Ooh! <laughs> it sounded like you said jingle.
0: Jingle, tingle, same thing. <laughs> uh, it it kind of is. Let me have this. Fine. <laughs> but yes, you're right. Today is tingle episode. Do you feel all tingly and warm inside?
1: I'm so done with you. <laughs> Done.
0: all right we spent two minutes with Tangle puns uh let me tingle your ears uh for a second with the tale of tingle
1: <laughs> this is gonna be an awful hour <laughs> uh,
0: okay so of course when we're starting this we have to talk about the origins of tingle there are three different origin stories for tingle two of them are ambiguously canon Meaning, maybe eh, it may be canon? Tingle is a mysterious creature on his own. <laughs> so, uh, let's, let's go over the first one. Uh, the first one's kind of, uh, it's a simple one. Uh, Tingle is the son of the guy who runs the boat tours in Majora's Mask. This is the first time we see Tingle in the entire series is in Majora's Mask and he thinks he's a reincarnated fairy hence why he floats around in the balloon and he sells maps he, he believes he's a reincarnated fairy
1: that's because he is
0: he is he's the best boy
1: <laughs> no beetle's the best boy uh,
0: so yes this is origin story number one it's very simple cut straight to the point He's a huge disappointment to his father, whom he tells you that multiple times in Majora's Mask, and he really wants his own fairy. He believes he's a forest kid now, he's one of the Kokiri, and he is waiting for his day that he hits a fairy. When you try to prompt him about his age or how he looks, he basically completely ignores it. He dis- he's living in an d- utter state of denial about this.
1: <laughs> it's because he's telling the truth.
0: <laughs> he is. But uh, you briefly went over it when we talked Majora's mass stuff. Tangle sells maps. He sells maps. That's what he does. He sells treasure maps. Maps of the area. He's he's just a he's just a good little boy. He sells his maps. Waiting for his ferry. <laughs> He's a happy map salesman. Oh. oh. See, now who's getting on the punts?
1: At least mine are good. No. Oh.
0: Okay, so origin story number two. And we get this one from the game. Freshly picked Tangles, Rosie, land.
1: I will give you ten bucks to say that five times fast.
0: Okay, ready for this? Ready. Freshly picked Tangles, Rosie, Ru Nope. Does that mean
1: I get 10 bucks?
0: I guess, because I couldn't even do it once.
1: (laughs) I say that like I could. Oh, I couldn't.
0: Uh, Nope. That's what happens. So in this game, uh, Tangle is, he's basically promised a life in paradise known as Ruby Land by a creature known as Uncle Rupi. The only thing he would have to do though is collect as many rupees as possible and throw them into the tower located under the Western pool. When Tingle accepts this challenge, he is then turned into Tingle. So this is where we get the concept that Tingle is not so much a person as it is an entity or an ability. Tingle is a thing. You just become a Tingle. Which would also explain why there's so many Tingle's throughout the generations and the spanning timelines that is Legend of Zelda. It's not the, it is the same Tingle, but it's not. It's like a person being possessed by the spirit of Tingle, which is awesome. I love this. This is my favorite origin. (laughs) So under the curse in the game, however, money becomes Tingle's life source. And if he runs out of rupees, he dies. Cut simple to the point. Uh, in this game as well, though, Tangle gets his oh-so-lovely love interest, Pinkle. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's Pinkle is basically a tall blonde woman wearing some not-so- PG clothing and a pink hat like Tingle. (laughs) So Pinkle's his sidekick and his love interest and it's his job to travel to as many islands and get as many tasks completed to get all the rupees he can and then throw them in this pond or this fountain this this weird thing. So, what happens though, when you do all this and you complete all the tasks you're supposed to, it is revealed by the Grand Fairy that Land is a paradise for only Uncle Rupee. The demon, Uncle Rupee. If Tangle continues, to do his tasks, everyone would eventually turn into a tingle and be forced to work for Uncle Ruby. That's what the Grand Fairy reveals to Tingle. Tingle don't like that. <laughs> so in this game, Tingle has to go and free Pinkle, and he collects the rupees again. And in this, he manages to defeat Uncle Ruby and is freed of the curse. So he's no longer Tangle anymore. At that point, the Grand Fairy asks him what he's gonna do with all of his money. And the only thing he replies is he's going to use it to lead a life that he was initially promised. He's going to live a life of paradise. And that's where the game ends. So in essence, Tangle is a curse placed upon people by the demon, Uncle Ruby. That's the origin story for Tangle.
1: I don't like that one.
0: I I do, because it explains... To me, personally, it explains why there's so many tingles in the timeline. <laughs> and they don't seem to know Link.
1: I've got a thing for that.
0: Oh! Okay, alright. What do you got?
1: He is the reincarnation of the God of Maps. <laughs> okay. Oh my god! So he lives in his own little fantasy land in his head, right? So he pretends he doesn't know Link because, well, he's a fairy. So, you know.
0: I knew, how did I know you were gonna say the God of Maps?
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> just saying.
0: I mean, in nearly every game you run into Tingle, he sells maps, so I mean, affecting singles. Yeah, every single one of them, yep. Yeah. Anyway, so another ambiguously canon uh, thing with Tingle is not so much canon or anything. It's more of an interesting fact. Uh, There was a video game, a promotional game, released only in Japan called Tingle's Balloon Fight DS. And this was essentially a remake of Balloon Fight with everything Tingle-themed. And it was... Basically to kind of promote Legend of Zelda and the DS. And it was it was created for a multitude of reasons. But that's yeah, exclusive Japan only.
1: Why don't we live in Japan?
0: I know. <laughs> so another game that was only released in Japan is uh, Tingle's Ripened Tingle Balloon Trip of Love.
1: That just sounds weird
0: It's very weird And it is very The reason it never got released in America Is because it contained a lot of It would be hard for them to get the MSRB rating That they wanted for the game Which would be E Or something along those lines And it was very much a T and above Kind of game because of the content So since this is a PG podcast, I'm going to be cutting some of the things out from our descriptions. I'm just going to kind of cross the board what the story was. So Tingle's... Oh, here we go. Ripened Tingle's balloon trip of love begins with Tingle being just an ordinary Hylian. He is watching TV and he sees this advertisement uh, from a like kind of a sales program which is for a book and it says that this book will make him popular with women (laughs) so he orders the book gets the book and is immediately sucked into the picture book world where he becomes tingle and the only way to get out of the world is to dance with the princess yes this is the game Um, at that point he has to team up with a couple of friends and you go page by page down a yellow brick road. hmm. The names of the friends are Kakashi, Bariki and Lion.
1: I'm okay with Kakashi.
0: I <laughs> knew you would be you Naruto lover.
1: Uh, I mean Kakashi lover. <laughs>
0: So, uh, I'll give you a guess what you think Kakashi is.
1: Um, let's see. Scarecrow?
0: Bingo. Because Kakashi in Japanese means Scarecrow. (laughs) They got real original with that character. Uh, Just like Bariki. Tin man? Um, Yes. (laughs) actually ten woman in this. <laughs>
1: oh, I'm sorry, ten woman.
0: It is a, it is a ten woman.
1: Yes, that is a ten woman.
0: <laughs> it's a, like I said, it's a very risque, risque game. So it never got released in America. And there's a couple other ones. We'll go. We'll get to the games and we'll talk about them.
1: Can I guess what lion is? Sure. The lion.
0: Uh, lion is in fact. A lion. But would you like to guess the sex of the lion?
1: Uh, male. Yes. <laughs> I thought it
0: was weird that the tin man was a tin woman in this, but it's Tangle's Adventure in a picture book, so. Yeah. That origin story just kinda. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh,. Those are Tangle's origin stories. So, yeah, now that we've talked about uh, Tangle's origins, it's time to talk about Tangle and who he is and what he does for you. And where you can find him. On a map? On a map. On the map,
1: on the map, on the map. No.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Tangle is. You can see him in canon games. Starting at Majora's Mask, Oracle of Ages, Wind Waker, Four Swords Adventures, Minish Cap, and Phantom Hourglass. And, of course, the newer games that have come out, like... You can actually play as him in uh, Hyrule Warriors, which I still have yet to do because I have not unlocked him, working on it. And uh, you can also see him in games that aren't Legend of Zelda canon, like Super Smash Bros. Melee... His own personal games, Smash Brothers Brawl, and uh, like Super Smash Brothers for the Nintendo 3DS. It's mostly Smash Brothers stuff that you see him in. Um, But yeah, that's those are the places you'll find your Tingle, and uh, he always makes everything wonderful with his wonderful catchphrase, which is. Tingo Tingo Kula Limpa Okay uh, It goes a little something like this Tingo Tingo Kula Limpa I love Tingo
1: um, I'm gonna pretend I never heard that
0: uh, These are Tingo's magic words And he tells you that repeatedly In Majora's Mask He created him himself
1: <laughs> I just met you.
0: Oh no! You have to, you have to hear all of that. So uh, <clears throat> we talked about Majora's Mask. What he's doing? He's the map merchant. Uh, he also fulfills this role, same role in Wind Waker, and in Oracle of Ages, Four Swords Adventures, and Diminished Cap. He kind of fulfills a uh, like a minor role. Like in Diminished Cap, he you help him. You know, you solve a little puzzle with him, and he's, oh, we're friends now, and he gives you an item, and it, it, in those games, he doesn't really fulfill much of a necessity as much as it is a like a bonus kind of thing. So, in Oracle of Ages, you can find Tingle floating atop a stump in the Forest of Time. In order to get to him, you'll need Ricky's assistance the first time. This is, uh, because the path is blocked, and, uh, It's blocked by holes and cliffs. (laughs) Tingle, of course, just floated over there. He's a fairy. Of course. Of course. Um, Once you... You can also go there via an alternate route, however, and you have to extend the bridge across the gap to do that. If you've played Oracle of Ages, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, don't worry. We'll get to an Oracle Ages episode and we'll explain some of these things. But as of right now, You'll go to Tingle, and what his whole purpose in this game is, is to give you an island chart, which you use to cross the sea to reach Crescent Island. If you come back later, however, Tingle will give you an upgraded seat satchel. That's his whole purpose in Oracle of Ages. That's it. <laughs> He's the map guy. Uh, Wind Waker is where everything takes a little bit of a turn, though. Wind Waker is where he gets a little bit more of his own little story and kind of fun stuff. Uh, Tingle is put in jail for stealing the Picto box. Which, if you're familiar with Majora's Mask, you know the Picto box is what we use to take pictures. He steals it in this game. Well, he's in jail for stealing it. Once you free him, he will, in turn, give you the Tingle Turner. And what this does is it allows you to find Tingle on tingle island and this is also where you'll meet his brothers ankle and knuckle and his friend david jr (laughs) Uh so knuckle isn't really on tingle island he's on outset island but i threw him and bundled into there because it's the brothers um Tingle translates to Triforce Charts for you, and that's so you can find all the shards, and it costs 398 rupees each to translate them. So again, he's useful in this. The Tingle Tuner also can be used to interact with Tingle. You can buy items from him and find hidden Tingle statues in dungeons and fulfill side quests of Windfall on Outside Island. So Tingle Tuner is pretty useful in this game. If you go to the Tower of the Gods, there are five legendary pages that can be found, which tells the history of Tingle and his Mask. However, in Wind Waker HD, Tingle Tuner is replaced by the Tingle Bottle. Because of this, it removes a lot of interactions with Tingle in the remake, which kind of let me down a little bit, honestly. I like my Tingle boy. <laughs> so. Some interesting facts we learned from the Tangle figurine in Wind Waker. Uh, birthplace Unknown. His favorite things are fairies and deciphering maps. And his bio says, It's been several years since Tangle first became enchanted with deciphering maps in the hopes it would help him find fairies. And he's lost many things during that time. He's raising funds to begin his search for fairies, hoping to embark sometime in his 30s while the lust of life is still upon him. At the age of 35, the pressure's on. (laughs) So, yes, Tangle is 35 years old in The Wind Waker, and he is really trying to find them fairies. (laughs) Still has the same old agenda he had in Majora's Mask. (laughs) So, in Four Swords Adventures, uh, Tangle collects the Force Gems, And throughout the game, when you find a big force gem outside the dungeon, Tingle will also try to get it. If you pick up the force gem first, he will run away. And in addition to that, you can also shoot arrows at him to slow him down so you can get there faster. Once Tingle tries to pick up the big force gems, however, he cannot carry them because his balloon cannot carry that much weight. The other thing Tingle does in this game is he posts signs throughout the stages called Tingle Times. <laughs> and all these do is they tell you the story of Tingle's different experiences he had in the area which you're in. And uh, he offers insight and a childish nature. The third thing and final thing he does in this game is he runs Tingle's Tower, which is basically a mini game, multiplayer minigame gallery that you can use uh, throughout the Hyrulean adventure mode. So, again, Tangle not desperately important. He's just kind of there. In <laughs> uh, the Minish Cap, he—we well, he, we touched over that a little bit. He, you go through and you do the fuse kinstone uh, pieces with him, and you go through and you fuse Kenstone pieces with each one of his siblings. And every time you do, he says, you'll get some sort of you'll get some sort of prize, a benefit. Tingle wants to fuse kinstones in this because he wants to become a fairy. He hopes that this will grant him the ability to be a fairy. However, that does not work. <laughs> um, once you fuse kinstone pieces with him, one of the trees in the North Hyrulean field will open, revealing a switch connected to a torch. And a that connects to a chest containing a red kinstone piece. If you fuse all four Tangle Siblings pieces, the final switch will cause a ladder to descend, allowing Link to open a chest containing the magical boomerang. We went over the, all this in the Minish Cap episode. So I'm not gonna go too much further in depth with this. It's basically just get some items and trophies and things. Tangle's appearance in Phantom Hourglass, however, is kind of hilarious. He isn't actually in it; he's more of like an Easter egg in it. He is a—he's on wanted posters in the uh, Mercate Tavern. That's it. That's all Tangle appears in the game. <laughs> uh, and uh, Spirit Tracks, Tangle is basically found in several houses and shops and mostly the trading post, and he can be seen in the credits. You also can find a golden version of him in the trading post as a figurine on one of the shelves. And Ferris has a Tangle poster in his house. So again, Tangle, mostly appearances in that game. The last time we'll see Tangle kind of, is Skyward Sword. Uh, He actually is on Zelda's desk at Night Academy as a plushie. She has a Tingle plushie on her desk. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much just a rundown of Tingle.
1: Well, we do get Tingle's Island in Breath of the Wild.
0: We do, yes. And uh, I'd like to talk more about that After we go to our midbreak.
1: break Boo <laughs> Get! Yeah! Get! Ariel Why did you Sound really suggestive there <laughs>
0: I don't know But you know what we're at
1: uh, A long Awkward pause <laughs>
0: Uh, Also known as
1: the middle of the show. (laughs) The middle of the show. is just one long, awkward pause. Begin awkward pause now. (laughs) And we're at the end of the episode. Uh, Well,
0: Ariel, we're here in the middle of the episode. You know what we do first?
1: Stay far away from you.
0: (laughs) Or, alternatively, we could thank our lovely patrons.
1: Oh, yeah. That sounds better.
0: So... We'd like to give a huge thank you to our Golden Goddess level patrons, Kex and Maple Flapjacks, our Hyrule Royalty patrons, James Becker and Chaotic Damon, our Sheikah patrons, Deadeye, Foil Grimmer.
1: Why do you look at (laughs) me when you say that?
0: I was waiting for you to call me out on something. Uh, And Nikki Listuff. And we have to thank our Kokiri patrons, of course. Dead Sox, Jumanji, and Preston Balagad, and of course, Remington Cloutier. And last but not least, our fairy patrons, Doug Leamy and Mike Sorelli.
1: Wait, are they the Tingle patrons?
0: Oh, we should change it to Tingle patrons. (laughs) (laughs) That might be happening. If you want it to be changed to Tingle patrons, let us know in the discord or send us an email. We'll change it to Tingle patrons. (laughs) <laughs> our map making special friends they paved the way for us they map the way for us
1: okay so <laughs> I'm just gonna leave Aaron right there and <laughs> say thank you patrons we do greatly appreciate it and thank you listeners because we greatly appreciate you as well Because without you, we wouldn't have a show where Aaron gets to be weird (laughs) for an entire episode on Tingle. It's a
0: Tingle episode. I have to be weird in this episode. Because if I don't, I'm not doing my boy justice.
1: Uh, Well, You're doing him a great justice.
0: (laughs) Uh, So uh, I have to piggyback with Ariel. Yes. Thank you to our lovely patrons for being so amazing and helping to fund my ridiculous antics and thank you to our listeners for allowing us to have a purpose to do this and just thank you to all our listeners and fans in general it's amazing thank
1: you thank you oh wait that was last episode
0: (laughs) oh gosh. so patrons we thanked them but uh, this is the part of the show where we talk about uh, lovely reviews and emails we've gotten, right?
1: I suppose so.
0: I suppose so. So I actually got one, speaking of patrons, from a patron again. You ready for
1: this? Uh, I'm ready.
0: Okay. So this one is from Preston, one of our new patrons. And it says, Aloha both. I've been a fan of LOZ since I was 10 years old. And over 20 years later, that hasn't changed. I found your podcast one day scrolling through Spotify and I listened to all your episodes over the course of two weekends while at work. See? Killing time for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy the in-depth information and lore of not only the games themselves, but the backgrounds behind Nintendo's development and creation of something that has been so nostalgic for me. Both you, Aaron and Ariel, pour so much life into a time sake that will always bring me back to my childhood and i appreciate that mahalo so much for helping me reminisce about a time that brought happiness and a scene of adventure into my life p.s don't know if you could do it there's a video on youtube called ocarina of time and master class in subtext i would love to hear both of your input and comments on this as it struck a chord for me we might be able to do that for a patron episode Let's do it. That's a pretty good idea. In fact, I'll reach out to the creator of that because I know what video he's talking about. And uh, we'll reach out and see if they're okay with us doing a Patreon episode. So uh, thank you, Preston, for that lovely, lovely message. And uh, I'm really glad that we can bring so much spark into something you love. And that goes for everyone who's ever sent us emails and reviews and everything it's it's lovely to see that we can bring such a spark of love and happiness and appreciation into your favorite topic my favorite topic one of ariel's favorite topics everyone's favorite topic
1: i have a lot of
0: you do (laughs) so thanks again preston now it's time for some apple itunes reviews are you ready I'm ready Because we're going to do emails next week We'll do Apple iTunes this week Let's go (laughs) So this one comes from Love Majora's Mask Love Majora's Mask more Five stars I love this podcast Taught me so much Keep it up Short, sweet, simple, to the point (laughs) So This one Comes to us from Link 2143 Man Squidward five stars <laughs> that title <laughs> what's up love the podcast I have a few questions first what is your least favorite character in the Legend of the Zelda series mine is Demise
1: would you shoot me if I said Tingle
0: I, I wouldn't shoot you because that's not okay but I would be very disappointed in you <laughs>
1: Well, it's a good thing I'm not gonna say Tingle uh, second. Whoa, whoa, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. Well, no, we can't graze over that. What are you gonna say?
1: Well, you didn't even say yours.
0: Okay. All right. My least favorite character in the entire series. I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this. Midna.
1: I'm gonna get a lot of hate for what I'm gonna say. What? Zelda. Eh, it's understandable.
0: Zelda only got cool later. She was always the damsel in distress card. I know she's a powerful, powerful I character. They did my they did still my girls dirty. To
1: this day, <laughs> am not a fan of Zelda.
0: My thing with Midna was okay. It's not that I dislike Midna. It's that my feelings for Midna were iffy. Like the whole time, to me, she felt like she was kind of the bad guy. She ends up being the good guy. It's a whole thing we'll get into with Twilight Princess, but she's a good character. They did her well, and I don't hate her, but she's the character that I just, I don't know. I just, it's an awkward love. (laughs) I could love you because you're cool, but I don't love you as much as everyone else.
1: Is that how you feel about me? No. I distinctly heard the sarcasm in that. No. I'm just
0: kidding. No, I don't.
1: She, <laughs> is it because I don't like Zelda?
0: It's exactly it.
1: <laughs> uh, I, just, I don't like Zelda because of the way they made her. She could yeah. have been so much more. I feel that. And she wasn't.
0: They didn't start making her more until... Later in the series.
1: But even then. They
0: still take a lot of things away, yeah. It just. Tetra. Ugh. Tetra is my Zelda. <laughs> Changed my mind. Uh, <laughs> anyway, second, what is your favorite character other than Zelda, Link, Impa? Beetle. Beetle. <laughs> Tangle. <laughs> Third, what's your favorite weapon? Mine is a Master Sword. I'm kind of partial to the. Uh, four sword because you can split into four
1: i would not want four of me's running around
0: (laughs) i would (laughs) i want four of me's running around i mean all of us are gonna dress like different colored tangles done
1: no (laughs) i will not be pink hole (laughs) oh
0: gosh what's your favorite weapon
1: uh, I'd have to say the Biggeron Sword because I love Gorons so much and I love Biggeron. Not because it's like the super powerful so I just love I love Gorons and I love so Biggeron, so sword, I rock Biggeron Sword.
0: You do. You do. <laughs> Alright, last question. What is your favorite game from the Zelda series besides Majora's Mask or Twilight Princess. <sighs> I feel like we've had this question before, though.
1: Mine's like a toss-up between Ocarina of Time and Breath of the Wild.
0: Breath of the Wild. But I can't pick Majora's Mask or Twilight Princess. It's Breath of the
1: Wild. <laughs> I love Ocarina of Time because that was the first Zelda game I've ever played. Yeah. So it's nostalgia. Man, I get it. And Breath of the Wild... I mean, yes, it was awesome. I loved everything about it, and that's what actually got me into open world games. So, you know.
0: That's a great reason to love it, honestly.
1: I like linear storylines, you know? So, like, open world just was never appealing to me. Well yeah. But... No, I actually played it, and wow, I liked it so.
0: Oh yeah, you didn't just play it; you massacred it.
1: <laughs> I massacred it.
0: All right, we got two more reviews. You ready? Yep. So this one is from Gojo Satoro is the best boy. Oh, I tried really hard to pronounce that. <laughs> love this podcast. Five stars. Hi, I'm Strawberry Pie, Heart, and I love this podcast. I had been looking for someone or something to explain a very confusing Zelda lore for a while, but never could find anything good or clear cut, easy to understand, and put simply, until you guys. I stumbled upon your podcast a couple days ago, and I have just obsessed ever since. I have listened to it almost every day, and I love your guys' enthusiasm and excitement when it comes to Zelda. My favorite game is Ocarina of Time. Love you guys. Keep up the good work.
1: No. Because soccer, of times the
0: best. <sighs> no. <laughs> All right. So last one is from C. Mm. No, Casey girl. I 9 L 9 No, no. Okay, I yeah. It's Casey girl 09. Wow, I can't read tonight. <laughs> best podcast ever. Five stars. I want to one hundred percent every game. I'm just stuck on the final boss of Twilight Princess. After that, I will have completed 100% of the games. By the way, my name is... German Turnip 56
1: Well, good luck with you on that final boss fight.
0: Oh my gosh, that boss fight was a nightmare. <laughs> but uh, I appreciate the. We appreciate the five star. And uh, yes, good luck to 100%ing it. Because if you can do that, we want to hear about it. We want to hear about that 100%ing of every single game. Yep. I'm excited. I'm excited. So, that is it for the reviews this mid break. Because it's been a long mid break already. And we got to get to some goodies. So, Ariel. Yeah. What do you have in the goodie department for us today? Nothing. Oh. There is a whole slew of Tingle merchandise out there, and you didn't find anything?
1: No. No. Except I found hot tingles in the area. (laughs) What? No. Yeah. No. Yeah, I did. I really did. Oh my God. It's on Etsy by Clever Brain, and it's a t shirt. So, on this t shirt, right? It's like a pop up ad. And it says "Hot tingles in your area are ready to chat." And it's got a picture of Tingle in this little pop-up block, a oh, little pop-up ad. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. I laughed so hard I had to bring it to the mid-rake.
0: Oh my gosh! So,
1: yeah, you can get this lovely little beauty for twenty-five bucks.
0: Is it bad that I kind of want it?
1: (laughs) I mean, if you want to be single, you go right ahead. I mean, tingle. So, (laughs) they come in different sizes. You can get small all the way through a, a 3XL. And the colors of the shirt, you can pick white, gray, or black. So you get a little bit of choice there. And I will post... The link in the show notes for the hot tingles in your area. (laughs) Stop it! Stop it! Who are ready to chat?
0: Oh my gosh! I would chat with a tingle.
1: (laughs) Oh, you just get weirder and weirder.
0: (laughs) So, I have something right up your alley this midbreak, Ariel. Okay. Do you like Legos?
1: I love Legos. Um, so,
0: a couple of our lovely Discord members were talking about a Lego set that has been potentially leaked for Legend of Zelda. Okay. And wouldn't you have it, this potentially leaked Lego set is none other than the Great Deku Tree from Ocarina of Time.
1: I want it. Oh, I want it.
0: (laughs) So, this whole article comes from Kotaku. And the article title is, A massive Legend of Zelda LEGO set might have been leaked by Zach Zweinzen. So, basically this article talks about, for years, everybody's been wanting a LEGO set for Legend of Zelda, obviously. You know, Mario has a ton of them. Uh, Several other Nintendo titles have other Lego sets. Star Wars has Lego sets out the wazoo. Everybody's getting Lego sets. But poor old Legend of Zelda has been left in the Lego dust.
1: (laughs) You know who else has two? Who? Resident Evil.
0: I know. So, after the success of the recent Mario sets and the popularity, Nintendo's actually been branching out and looking into potentially giving some of their other more popular titles some leeway towards Lego. So what we got was back in summer 2020, Mario themed Legos came out and in 2022 we saw a giant Lego Bowser. Uh, That's where we've gone. Now during that time frame we've also gotten the Lego block Lego 64 block you have which is awesome. Um, we've gotten some NES and TV set later Lego sets, which are pretty cool. I've seen them. Yeah, those are pretty cool. Uh, you know, we've gotten a bunch of other things. At this point in time, in 2023, this is when Nintendo has decided we might just go ahead and start releasing. So there is nothing set in stone or confirmed. But a Lego news site called Promo Bricks got this leak via a survey someone took part in. The person was not supposed to share the images of the sets included in the survey online, but here we are. (laughs) Um, The set, like I said before, is the Great Deco Tree. And in this article, you can actually find a place where it has been saved to a Reddit post. So you can actually see it yourself. It looks like it's going to come with some figurines and it's going to be awesome. According to some of the other leaked information uh, that Promo Bricks has provided to Kotaku, the set will include 1920 pieces total and will retail from somewhere between $200 and $325. I'll buy it. So, yeah. I'm... I'm totally cool with this if you build it because I don't have the patience for that
1: (laughs) if I build it he will come
0: (laughs) exactly yes I will come running down to see this tree
1: no uh, no if I build the great deco tree then he will come so like one of our trees in the backyard no
0: I could not handle a great deco tree in the backyard (laughs) (laughs)
1: why
0: I don't want to have to deal with the spiders and stuff in his mouth No,
1: that's kind of your job (sighs)
0: hero of time, hero of time's job I'm not the hero of time anyway (laughs) that's it, we're done, mid break over right? yep, okay cool so uh, when we come back from a mid break we're gonna go ahead and talk about uh some
1: more Tangle stuff. But before that... I knew it! Shyster! <laughs> I'm gonna talk about our sponsors. So, head on over to STL Ocarina. Use our promo code LOZLORD10 and save yourself 10% off of a beautiful ocarina. And also, head on over to Fanroll Dice. Use our promo code Almighty C10, which is A-L-L, Mighty, and the letter C, 10. And save yourself 10% off a set of dice. Or multiple sets of dice. And you could also get dice trays, dice towers, dice bags. All things dice related. And they have several different types of dice, like wooden and rubber and resin and plastic and metal and gemstone so yeah go over there that website and check it out see if anything tingles your fancy
0: (laughs) no just no that's it we're done mid break (laughs) over
1: I'll have the links for those two sponsors and the promo codes in the show notes below Alright,
0: well that being said It is time to come back from the midbreak. Well, here we are At the end of the episode, Ariel
1: It's awful tingly in here
0: oh, ho, ho, ho. I like it, we're keeping that one <laughs> So, ready for some Tangle facts to round off this episode? Yep Okay, so the first one, you mentioned it Before I know you know these islands very well. It's the Tingle Islands. <laughs> so, in Breath of the Wild, there is a series of islands that you can go to, uh, which one of them is called the Tingle Island. In addition to this, it's connected by a very rickety looking <laughs> set of bridges to several other items known as the Knuckle Island, the Ankle Island, and the Dave D Island. Which are all islands named in commemoration to Wind Waker Tangle and his little clan. <laughs> so, some other interesting facts here. And these are going to go from behind... These are going to be some behind-the-scenes Nintendo facts here, too. So, Tangle was originally created because they had a concept for Majora's Mask that they wanted you to have to buy maps. When they created this concept they thought okay but who what kind of person would sell maps or how are they going to sell maps make the maps so they thought well they obviously have to be a map maker and in order to be a map maker they would have to travel across you know termina so what better way than by balloon they thought well then they thought what kind of person would sell maps Thus, a kooky, crazy person had to be born. Thus, the dawn of Tangle. So Tangle was literally created just to sell maps. (laughs) The next little interesting fact we have is Tangle and his arrest. We briefly talked about it earlier when we mentioned his role in Wind Waker, but I purposely left out some little tidbits. So Originally, in the original Wind Waker, he was arrested because it was implied that he was the one who stole the pictograph or the picto box. But in reality, when you play the HD remake, a uh, merchant that sells you a certain sale, which we'll talk about when we get to Wind Waker, uh, says that he arrived on the island with a friend and his friend was immediately arrested because of his appearance. And if you save Tango before purchasing the sale, you'll get a nice little discount because he's thankful that you saved his friend. So, um, in in Wind Waker, we also mentioned the fact that you can get little Tango little Tango stories, right? Well, one of the end stories, well, the end story that you get the little document says that uh, there's an island somewhere where people celebrate their 35th birthday. By dressing up as Tingle.
1: So, (laughs) I don't care if people know my age. I'm 34, so I know what I'm doing for my birthday. Yes! Yes! This year? Yes!
0: Oh, it's only a couple months away. We got to get that Tingle outfit. Should we both dress up as Tingle?
1: It's not your 35th birthday. You're
0: right. I should dress up as Zelda. Uh,
1: Why would you ruin my birthday? (laughs)
0: Uh, I do like this idea though We're gonna do this You're gonna dress up as Tangle for your 35th birthday
1: You say it's in a couple months It's like What nine months away It's a couple
0: <laughs> I do like this idea though We're doing this uh, So uh, Notice that one of the games that Tingle didn't appear in was Twilight Princess There's a couple reasons for this So, number one, uh, Anuma went on record stating that Perlo in Twilight Princess is actually what Tangle would look like if he was created in the realistic engine that they used for Twilight Princess. So he snuck him in there a certain way, but he didn't bring Tangle in. And that is because of the same reason he wasn't... None of his games, except for the one, were brought to the West. Because Anuma believed that Tingle was extremely hated by the Western market. And that is why all but one Tingle game was brought to the US.
1: I thought it was because of the ratings.
0: It was a combination between the both. I left that part out purposely too. I had to bring something to the end break. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it was... uh, the, The second Tingle game was because of the ratings and because he didn't think Tingle was well received by the western market Um, and the rest of the Tingle games that were more appropriately created, such as the balloon game and things like that he didn't bring them just because he didn't think people in the west liked Tingle so another little interesting fact here is there was a released little app pack for the dsi in japan exclusive called the too much tingle pack and in this pack you would get things like a calculator an alarm clock uh, a fortune telling mini game there was a there was a ton of little things that you would get in there (laughs) so uh i want that and uh that's my new alarm clock
1: No. No. I'm kidding. My own room.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, you'll be happy to know that this is the last interesting fact I have for the Tingle episode. You ready? So, Tanabe, one of the developers and lead designers at Legend of Zelda's, you know, series, went on record stating that he wants to release more Tingle games in the future, because he sees the wild hatred for Tangle in the West as a challenge. He sees it much like a person that you cannot stand one week and you fall madly in love with the next. That's the way he wants this to be perceived as. So there may be more Tingle games in the future. have it ariel 50 some odd minutes of tingle <laughs> there were a couple other things i could have added in you know tingle's costume for breath of the wild um tingle was originally planned to be in breath of the wild but they scrapped it last minute and there's there's a there's a couple things that i could have added in but i felt like these were the bringing on home facts So what do you think? Did I I sway you to love Tingle?
1: No. Dang it. I don't hate Tingle. (laughs) I mean, I've got nothing against Tingle to be honest. He's not one of my favorite characters, but I have nothing against him.
0: I've always loved Tingle because of his whimsical attitude about everything. He doesn't care what anybody thinks of him. He's just gonna be him. Tingle gotta Tingle.
1: I hope one day in one game he gets his wish. (sighs) Yeah.
0: 35 years old and still doesn't have a fairy. Still can't be a fairy.
1: (laughs) I know, like I want him to get his wish.
0: Our boy Tingle.
1: Nah, it's your boy.
0: (laughs) Well, Ariel I think that's it for this episode. Should we tease what next episode's going to be?
1: I was going to say an awful pun about how like I'm getting all like warm and tingly inside about dragons. Oh.
0: <laughs> yes, the dragon episode. We we talked about since the first episode doing a dragon episode. <laughs> yes,
1: I'm excited I actually picked this topic. Because I love dragons. <laughs> Who doesn't love dragons? And I will say there's a lot of interesting packs
0: and a lot of dragons in the Legend of Zelda series.
1: Yes. I'm so excited.
0: So I guess until next week thank you all for listening and we hope to see you next week. Tingle Tingle Kululimpo thank you all for listening to the legend of zelda lorecast tonight we hope you enjoyed yourselves if you did tell a friend leave a review we'd love to hear from you you can chat with us all things legend of zelda on the robots radio discord or you can get hold of us on our twitter at lozlorecast. intro and outro are done by betnal landscape links are in the show notes below till next time dear listener It's dangerous to go alone. Take this.